So let's turn. We're going to be going from 2 Timothy chapter 3, um, and we're going to read the first uh, nine verses of this chapter. But understand this, that in the last days, there will come times of difficulty. For people will be lovers of self, lovers of money. They will be proud and arrogant, abusive, disobedient to their parents, ungrateful, un unholy, heartless, unappeasable, slanderous, without self-control, brutal, not loving good, but treacherous, reckless, swollen with conceit, lovers of ple pleasure rather than lovers of God, having the appearance of godliness, but denying its power. Avoid such people. For among them are those who creep into households and capture weak women, burdened with sin and led astray by various passions, always learning and yet never able to arrive at a knowledge of the truth. Just as Yanis and Yambras opposed Moses, so these men also oppose the truth. Men corrupted in mind and disqualified regarding the faith. But they will not get very far. For their folly will be plain to all, as was those, as was those of these two men. As I was reading through that passage, I just couldn't help but recognize so much of our society in the description that's being laid out of, of what it will be like in the last days, the, um, the, the characteristics of the people that will be living in those last days, the, uh, the, the things that, that describe them. And, and uh, you know, for sure it is hard not to read this and 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 be swayed that that this is we are approaching the last days um, that, that we see it all around us uh, people will be lovers of self and lovers of money all of those things that that would take <coughs> the distract take the focus off of god and distract us into all kinds of other different um, activities and things that we would find our strength and our comfort in, uh, that people would be um, prideful and arrogant. Um, you know, I just, I, I know that in my own life, that, that is where so often I get myself into trouble, is, is that, that pride that um, standing up for for the things that, that I need and my rights and all the rest of that kind of stuff that, that get in the way of being able to see others and to, uh, to meet the needs of other people, just as Christ has um, met our needs. Um, uh, that we are ungrateful, unholy, heartless, unappeasable. Uh, nothing ever makes us happy anymore in this society there's always a dissatisfaction and and for those of you that have uh, traveled in on mission trips and, and been in some other third world uh, nations where people have so little and yet they the, the gratefulness that those 
people have compared to us that have so much and yet we're never appeased, we're never satisfied. That we would be uh, treacherous and reckless, that we would lack self-control, that, uh, that, that, that we would um, love the, that which is evil rather than the things that are good. talks about having this appearance of godliness and yet denying its power and and that that, that kind of jumped out at me and I, I i can i really see that in our world today that that with with the emphasis that that so many people have on on social justice on uh, standing up for for the rights of the oppressed and looking at at cancel culture and 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 intersectionality and all the rest of that kind of stuff it it comes from a place of of self-righteousness of saying that 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 i know what's best for this world and, and people set themselves up to to declare what is good and who is the oppressed and and how we need to to remedy all of that and and yet it denies the power because it's it's founded on lies on on deceit and untruth and so it it lacks any any actual effectiveness for making changes in people's lives because um because it's all built around uh, a rebellion against God to say, we know what is best and we will determine for ourselves what is right and wrong and how we can remedy this. He talks about how, how that, that we need to stay away from those kinds of people. And, and that's, uh, that's really, uh, you know, what I was wrestling through um, how we how we are to avoid such people what does he mean that, that, that we that we never hang out with those people that we uh, when we see somebody like that we do whatever we can to to stay away with them we don't we don't get involved in 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 sharing the truth with with those individuals um, what does he mean that we are supposed to avoid such people well, I think uh, there is part of that. I think the, the avoidance that we are called to is to avoid allowing ourselves to get caught up in those similar kinds of thought processes and, and priorities in life. I think it's, a, it's naive of us to think that, that we can live in this culture uh, that we can be surrounded and immersed in this culture that, that so clearly reflects these characteristics that he is describing about last days and think that we are going to remain untouched, uninfluenced by, by some of the same kinds of mindsets, of ways of thinking. When we are immersed in a culture that, uh, that disrespects authority, it's not surprising that Christians can become quite toxic in the way that they criticize those who are in positions of authority. When we are living amongst those who are lovers of pleasure, is it any wonder that we so often prioritize comfort in our lives, that that, that is the highest good um, 
that, that we would pursue in our lives. Knowing that, that these are the characteristics of the society in the last days, that, that, that that's where we are living today. We need to be increasingly vigilant to avoid that we are not shaped by those characteristics, that we avoid those kinds of mindsets that those people have, those priorities uh, that they would have in our lives. Uh, not that we then become this self-righteous group that, that, that looks and tries to see everybody else's weakness and, and do whatever we can to, to point out everybody else's sinfulness, but, but that we would, we would recognize that, that in order for us to be able to avoid all of these mindsets, all of these um, characteristics that, that these people in the last days would have, that we would focus on what is important. It's, it's that whole idea of repentance, turning away from what we don't want, but turning towards that which we do want to reflect, that which we do want to, uh, to model and to live like, which is Christ. That's, you know, my, my prayer at communion, that, that we would follow the model that Jesus has set out um, can only happen when we live in step with the Spirit when we are walking in his strength and in his power. That, that, that way we can live a life that reflects and models like he did what it means to live a life pleasing to God, that we can model Christ-likeness in the relationships that we have in, in our church, that we can encourage one another to be more and more Christ-like, to, to spur one another on to good works. I think it's important for us to, to consider what are the ways that we are being shaped by these characteristics that Paul is describing in this passage. How is our church being influenced uh, by the society in which we live? What are ways that, that we as a congregation can be spurring one another on to good works? I think that's one of the reasons why it is so important for us to be gathering together. And I, I think along with that, why we see Satan working so hard at trying to keep us from being together, from gathering together, to encouraging one another. That, that, that we need to be in a place where we can be... Um, influencing one another, shaping one another, that we can see in each other the Christ-likeness that is being lived out and be challenged in our own way to live that out, to, to wrestle through different circumstances and situations that we're facing and going, I don't know how to live like Christ in this relationship, in, in this uh, business setting, in this uh, uh, friendship that I have. And we can 
teach one another. We can ask one another. We can challenge. We can, we can see in each other where there is uh, opportunity for, for uh, correction and for, um, for improvement, that we would then have the, the opportunity to speak that. that. That comes from being connected together in community. And in these last days, as Satan is working so hard at trying to keep us apart, we need to be uh, vigilant in, in, in listening to the Spirit's voice of seeing how we can be together, how we can connect with one another and encourage one another and building one another up with the gifts that God has given us uh, to, uh, to strengthen the church as a whole, to strengthen our witness and testimony. I need you to help me um, be guarded against the deceptions that are coming at us. We all need each other to be speaking that truth into one another's lives to help one another recognize those that 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 slow subtle creep that our society has in our lives that brings us back to the truth we need to be spending time together where the word of god has influence on our lives where where we are being challenged by the difficult things that are being spoken of here the the countercultural characteristics and priorities that are described here in scripture that we would guard ourselves from that kind of um, slow slip away from Christ. So I think it's, it's important for each one of us to spend some time and, and, and allow the Holy Spirit to, uh, to instruct us, to, uh, to point out to us where we are, um, where we are missing out on the kinds of uh, building up that can happen through that connection, through our um, relationship together.